Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of 20-something. I'm Grace, your host, and you better buckle up because today I feel like talking, and you know what that means. It means we're probably going to go off on tangents and rants, and things aren't going to make sense, but it's just the mood I'm in today, you know? You ever get in that mood where you just, you feel like talking? That's me today. I think it happens to me more often than others because I basically live alone um, and I don't talk to people very often. <laughs> I talk to people for my job, but not like, you know, like when you have like a roommate or you see like your friends every single day, you just get like, you talk about random stuff and I don't do that very often. So when I get in the mood to talk, somebody's going to listen, and that's why I started this podcast, because you guys are going to (laughs) listen, but um, it just took me like 20 minutes to get my microphone set up, I hope the audio is good for you guys, I have a new setup now, actually, I know I told you guys that I had gotten a new microphone, and I still have that guy, but my dad actually gave me this super nice setup, Um, headphones, sound box, microphone stand, all that stuff. So thank you, Dad. I really appreciate that. It's super cool. I've been playing around with it, so I hope the audio is good. But yeah, it took me a really long time to set it up because I don't have a podcasting space, and I'm sitting on my couch, but I couldn't figure out how to get the microphone to reach me. It's all good. I got it. I got it together now, but Um, intro. Let's do, let's, let's chat. Uh, so I finally hopped on the flare legging trend. I don't know whether to call them flare leggings, yoga pants. I don't know. It's just crazy to me that everything we used to wear in the fourth grade, fourth grade for me, I'm 22 just to remind you, (laughs) but everything that I used to wear in the fourth grade, like now it's coming back, like the Boston Birkenstocks and the yoga pants and all that good stuff, and that's great, like, whatever, but, like, dang, should I have kept all that stuff? Like, I am basically the same height that I have been since sixth grade, so it probably would still fit me, um, but yeah, I finally hopped on the flare legging trend, wearing them right now, and honestly, they are so comfortable. I got mine off of Amazon, and I linked them in my storefront, if you're interested. They're, like, 20 bucks. They're really comfy, and they're good quality so far, so yeah, I don't know, I guess, I guess I'm a trend follower, if you will, I, you know, I like to keep up with the trends, but also I try to not, I don't jump into them right away, I'll say, because sometimes trends are so quick that, like, it's not worth your money, and I'm not one of these influencers out here, like, getting stuff, getting stuff sent to me, and, like, I don't have a bunch of disposable money just to use to stay on the trends. And for some people, like, they have to. Like, influencers that are in the fashion space, staying on top of that, and that's great. But, like, (laughs) I feel trends out. I try to feel out, like, is this going to last? Do people, like, look good in this? Do I like this? That's why it took me so long to get on this flare legging trend because I was like, oh, we're back to the yoga pants. What are we doing? But... I felt it out. I saw people wearing them. I saw how they styled them. I'm like, you know what? They look cute. 
with certain shoes and certain outfits. So I tried it out. And you know what? I was like, this is the type of trend where I don't need to spend a, a ton of money. Like it was 20 bucks. And if I don't ever want to wear them out in public, they're really comfortable to wear around my apartment. So that's an easy one. But like the Boston Birkenstocks, um, the Ugg Tasman slippers, the mini Uggs, like, all this stuff. I'm like, my goodness, can we take it a step back? You know, I have... I have mini Uggs, but not the super mini Uggs. And I found myself earlier this year being like, mm, do I need to get the super mini Uggs? And I was like, okay, knock it off, first of all. You don't need to get another pair of Uggs that are like half an inch shorter than the ones you already have. It's just ridiculous because we're so influenced by social media and all that jazz, and that's great, but... I I really try to like hold myself back because I would have zero money if I followed all the trends and I'm loving the dupes thing. I recently saw someone do a TikTok for their ins and outs of 2023 and they put dupes on the outs and I'm like, listen, I disagree. I think that's ridiculous. I think dupes are the best thing ever. Yeah, it's it's funny because we call everything a dupe now and not everything's a dupe, but... I think going for the cheaper option that doesn't have the, the name brand on it, like I'm always going to go for that option unless it's a quality thing. Obviously we don't want to like go for really bad quality and there are certain things that you want to buy the full price of because they're going to last you longer. But uh, my Boston Birkenstocks, those are off brand. I got them from Kohl's for like $40. I got Ugg Tasman slippers from Public Desire for $40 instead of $100. Um, I have mini Uggs. They're uh, bare paw. I, I got them a couple years ago, but I don't remember how much they were. But, like, we don't need to be up on the name brands 100%. So whoever's, like, telling us to drop the dupes, just admit that you have a lot of money, you know? And that's fine, you know, we love money transparency, but don't be putting us down, you know, I just graduated college, I'm not trying to spend my life savings on name brand stuff, I'm going for the dupes every single time, if they have good reviews, so there's my thoughts on that, but that was a long intro, <laughs> I just, like I said, I feel like talking today, so we're going to go off on tangents, but the topic of today's episode is... It's not all fitness and nutrition. And this might be controversial. And people might really disagree with, with what I have to say in this episode. And I'm okay with that. I am. Like I've said before, I'm really open to uh, conversation and different opinions and controversy, whatever you want to call it. As long as you're not like ill-intended behind it and like trying to be mean... And like trying to make it personal and tear someone else down. I think having differing opinions is a really great thing. And it provides good debate. And if we can still be friends afterwards, I, I love you forever. So don't, don't get your panties in a knot over what I have to say here. Listen to it. Take it in. Take it with a grain of salt if you need understand what I'm saying. And if you disagree, let me know. I, I like to hear other people's opinions. Uh, I'm always right, but that's beside the point. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to be talking about how, in my opinion, 
it's not all about fitness and nutrition. And when I say that, I mean life as a whole. And there are more important things to focus on than than calories and exercise. So I I want to tie in personal things to this to make it make a little more sense. Also, I'm not like I'm not a certified um, nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a doctor. I'm I'm none of those things. Uh, I'm a certified personal trainer, and I have a nutrition coaching job, and I have a degree in health sciences, and I have a degree in healthy lifestyle coaching, but I don't have you know the dietetics degree that I would need to be able to give sound nutrition advice. So we're not going to go down that road, okay? Please don't come after me. I am going to talk about my personal experience with myself and with helping other people and with what I've seen in the trends and in today's society. And I have a lot to say on it because I've come a pretty long way from where I started and I've learned a lot about health and wellness and all that jazz. So let's get it rolling. Let's let's jump in. So when I think about somebody trying to get healthy, my mind does go towards weight loss. And that's because that's what society teaches us. And that's what we've always been taught. And that's what's pushed out there is when you're trying to get healthy, you need to lose weight. You need to lose pant sizes. You need to shrink inches, whatever it may be. And I, I really want to change that narrative because when it comes to your, your life, and when it comes to living living a long and healthy and happy life, it's so much more than fitness and nutrition. And when I say nutrition, I want you to understand that in this in this sense, like pairing fitness with nutrition, I'm talking about calorie deficits and counting calories and counting macros and and all that jazz. Nutrition as a whole is very important, um, but people don't look at it as a whole, especially when they are trying to lose weight or get healthy. They are not looking at nutrition the way that it should be looked at. They're looking at it as numbers, and that's not what it is. When, when, you, when you're trying to get healthy, quote-unquote healthy, Um, if you really want to get healthy, you have to look at all of the aspects. And I think we should, we should focus more on wellness instead of healthy because healthy has a lot of different meanings, but wellness, there's seven dimensions of wellness. And if we can be sound in all of those areas, if we can be healthy, if you want to say in all of those areas, then we can we can confidently say that we live a well life that we have good wellness that that we live a, a long and happy and healthy life and i think that that needs to be more of the focus when it comes to changing your health because health is internal as much as 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 much as it is external and that means your the way that your body functions on the inside, the way that your organs run, the way that your blood pumps through your veins, the way that your mind works, the way that your 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 brain tells your 
arms to move. It it's it's much deeper than the number on the scale and the, the size on your jeans. And I really want us as a society to get away from focusing so much on the number on the scale because it's just it's not as important as everybody makes it out to be. Because at the end of the day, it's more about how you get to live your life and how you get to experience things. And health is a huge factor in that. Um, but wellness is an even bigger factor in that because wellness is social, it's financial, it's relationships, it's mental, it's physical. There's, there's seven dimensions of wellness. And the seven dimensions of wellness are mental, physical, social, financial, spiritual, environmental, and vocational. So that's a lot more than what we typically think of when we're trying to get healthy. Um, I'm trying to figure out like which way to go with this, with this topic because there's there's a lot of different ways. But one thing that I've learned is mindset matters more than anything, and you can, you can argue with me that about that all day long. But mindset matters more than anything because at the end of the day, the way that you think about yourself and the way that you perceive things and the way that you see your life, that's the most important thing. That's, that's more important than any number on the scale, than the body fat percentage, than, than anything because without a good mindset, you're going to go nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. Um... And, you know, I was there when I, when I started my fitness journey, I, I had a super, super unhealthy relationship with food. Um, I had some disordered eating patterns and I was really, really, really thin. I lost a lot of weight really fast. I ate really little. I tracked my calories to the T. I purposely ate really small meals. I didn't eat lunch. I stopped, you know, eating out. I stopped consuming alcohol. I just, I like, I went the whole nine yards and my health suffered because of that. Um, And regardless if I needed to lose weight or not, I did it in a really unhealthy way because that's how I saw it presented to me on social media. And I think we've come a long way we have in the past four years with social media there's a lot more transparency and there's more real influencer influencers out there that are teaching you the right things and you can find more credible information but when I started all I saw was eating a calorie deficit and exercise and I wasn't lifting weights properly and I wasn't sticking to a good routine you know I was just trying to burn as many calories as I could in the gym and then eat as little calories as I could outside of the gym, um, and I got really, really thin, and I had a terrible, terrible relationship with food, and I was unhappy, and I had no energy, and it just wasn't, it wasn't the right way to do it, um, and my mindset was horrible, it was terrible, because it was basically in survival mode, it was like, all right, just get to the next day, I would, I remember going to bed, my freshman year of college and I would I would go to like I would get into bed at like eight o'clock 
while like my roommate and my other friends were like still up like watching TV or talking like I would go to bed because I was so hungry and I told myself I wasn't allowed to eat after a certain time and I was so so hungry but I didn't want to eat because I thought I couldn't so I would force myself to go to sleep so that I wouldn't feel that hunger so that I could wake up the next morning and eat but I didn't even eat the next morning I waited until like 10 30 to eat anything the next morning and and that's just ridiculous you know I was just on survival mode I was looking for the lowest calorie foods and the best possible way to to burn as many calories throughout the day and it's just it was awful and I lost weight (laughs) I did I lost a lot of weight I was really thin but that's not the point because my mind was horrible my mindset was horrible and obviously I didn't stay at that weight and that's what a lot of people do they go they go full force they they go um, no compromises they go hardcore and they lose the weight (laughs) but it's not sustainable and it's really hard to live your life fully with a mindset like that and that's what that's what happens and that's why we call it yo-yo dieting because you it's not that hard to lose weight if you really think about it and i know people might come after me for this but if you want to lose weight you can you can um but most of the time if it is easy to lose weight it's unhealthy and that's where we have to we have to we have to widen the gap between fast weight loss and sustainable and healthy weight loss because they're too close together right now and too many people are promoting these ways to lose weight super fast and and it's it's instant gratification and that's what we do nowadays and that's what society is based off of and and this younger generation is based off of instant gratification everybody's so used to being able to get things right when they want them um but with health that's not how it works that's not how it works because your health is it's so important and it's every day until until the end and it's not all about the exercise and the food that you eat and the calories that you consume um it's about mindset it's about wellness it's about internal health it's about longevity, it's about mental health, it's about financial health, social health, relationships. And I don't know how to get it across to people because for so long it's been ingrained in our minds that we need to fit a certain size and look a certain way to be happy and to be confident. And and, and there is a little bit of that. There's a little bit of truth to that. But Speaking from my own experience, being a smaller version of yourself does not make you a happier version of yourself. Not even close. Because I was the smallest version of myself, and when I was that smallest version of myself, I was the most unhappy I've ever been in my entire life. Because I was hungry. (laughs) I was hungry, and I was tired, and I was sick of it. But I thought... I thought that if I could just be skinnier, if I could just be thinner, I'd be happier and I'd be more confident and I was far from it, so far from it because everything else 
in my life struggled when I was working towards being a skinnier version of myself. I was so focused on the calories I was eating and the calories I was burning that my mental health suffered, my relationships suffered, my social health, my social wellness suffered, my financial wellness suffered, my school, like my school drive suffered, and I was just unhappy. And I can't speak for everybody, but I, I truly believe that most people that are at that point are unhappy too. And that's not how you should live life. So when I say that it's not all about fitness and nutrition and mindset is the most important thing, it's because your mind is so much more powerful than you will probably ever be able to comprehend. And I know you've probably heard it said that like humans can only use about 10% of their brain capacity. We don't know how to tune into the other 90%. Um, I do believe that's true. I don't know if the percentages are exact, but I do believe that our mind is so much more capable than we can ever imagine. And we have not yet figured out how to tune into the capabilities that are in there. Um, I know there are some people in this world that have, that do have um, a higher percentage that they've tuned into, but that takes a lot of work. And I, I really believe that you need to pair mindset work with those other things because if you don't have a good mindset, if you don't have a good outlook on life, why would you want to achieve goals and like what's going to drive you to actually put in the work? Because you can't rely on motivation. It, it's, motivation is a roller coaster and it comes and it goes and it's not always going to be there and it's unreliable. You can't, you can't solely rely on motivation to get you to where you want to be. You need discipline and you need drive and you need to know your why and you need to have a really strong mindset. Um, and honestly, I am not super sound in this area yet. I've been working on my mindset for a while now. Um, I worked on the more like discipline aspect of it and the drive aspect of it when I was in school. And I think I'm really well versed there now. Uh, but now I'm working more towards enlightenment and, um, I've been doing meditation, manifestation, visualization, and really using that power within me to connect to the universe, to connect to God, whatever greater power that you believe in, uh, to help me get to where I want to be because that's what's going to get me there. Going on the elliptical for an hour and eating 1200 calories a day is not going to get me to where I want to be in life. It'll make me smaller. It'll make me way less but it's not going to get me to where I want to be in life. So why would I put all my energy towards that? I'm putting majority of my energy towards my mind and getting my mind right and coming more from a base of positivity and love than negativity and fear. And that's hard. It is because we're surrounded by that. Every day people are telling us that we can't do what we want to do. We're not capable of it. It's not possible for someone like you. And so it, that's just how normal people's minds work. 
But if you take the time to work on your mind, start saying affirmations, practice daily gratitude, read personal development books, listen to podcasts, start meditating, start visualizing, create a visualization board, do manifestation practices. It's not easy and it doesn't come quickly, but it really starts to shape the way that you have this outlook on life. And that's why I look at life the way that I do now is because I have been working on my mind and I have been giving up control and I have been allowing the universe, God, whatever higher power that there is to bring things into my life and to show me the right way. And, and I'm not perfect. <laughs> I, I want to control everything. <laughs> I wish I could control everything in my life, but if that's one thing that I've learned in this past year, it's that you can't control everything. You have to give up that control. And I've been working on it. I've been giving up a little bit of control at a time, you know, as much as I can. But that's something that's really come to me is life is not about the way that you look or how much you weigh. It's it's about your mind and it's about your body and it's about how they're connected and how you carry yourself through life. Um, and it's hard. It's hard to get that to that place. And honestly, it recently happened to me, um, at the beginning of this year, I, I noticed that, you know, I've, I've, I've gained a little bit of weight since the summer, probably like 10 pounds. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, I got out of my routine of lifting weights and I love lifting weights. I love lifting. I love feeling strong. But I, I shifted my gears to some different goals, and, and it was great, and I loved it. Um, and I'm starting to want to get back into that lifting routine and to feeling a little bit better. But my mind automatically went to, I need to lose weight. And I'm lucky now that I was able to recognize that, catch it, and re, re-ru- reroute it, rewrite it so that it didn't become detrimental to me. But that's how it starts, you know. I need to lose weight and then it's gone home. Um, I, I, I thought that, but then I, I took it and I said, no, <laughs> I do want to get back into lifting, so let's get back into lifting. Let's, let's get that solid lift routine down. And we'll do that and we'll focus on eating a little more protein so that it can get our mu- our muscle definition back. And that's that. And then you move forward. And it took me a really long time to get to this place. It really did. For, for the past four years, I've focused on the way that my body looks and how much I weigh and the way my clothes fit. And it's just, it's exhausting. It's exhausting because my body is changing so much. I'm a I'm 22-year-old woman. Um, your body is going to change as you get older. You're not always going to be the size you were when you were 16. You're not. You're not. And it, it, it's tough to accept sometimes it is. But confidence comes from within. Confidence is based on how you perceive yourself, what you think about yourself. It is not about what other people think. So you do not need to be smaller to be confident. You need to know who you are to be confident. You need to know your values to be confident. And that stems from mindset 100%.
So if your mind isn't right, you have to you have to find a way to get your mind right, and everything else will fall into place from there. But I honestly, I I would tell somebody to do mindset work before they step foot in a gym. I would, before they ever considered counting calories. I would tell them, you need to read some some mindset books. You need to read some manifestation books, some law of attraction books. You need to start practicing meditation. You need to journal. You need to say affirmations. You need to practice gratitude because that's what everything in this life stems from. And I'm still learning. I'm, I'm far from an expert. I'm, I'm just now ingraining meditation into my everyday routine. It's been a struggle for me to get that down, but everybody starts somewhere and if I could go back and tell my 18 year old self to do this then I can't even imagine where I would be now I can't um and it would have saved myself a lot of trouble but I mean you have to go through certain things to get to where you are and and I I wouldn't change that but mindset is where you need to start um in terms of nutrition Nutrition is huge for longevity and for wellness and for disease prevention and and all of that stuff. But we have to start looking at nutrition a different way. We have to start looking at nutrition as food as a whole, quality food, nutrients, how that makes you feel. Because when you pair nutrition with weight loss, it automatically becomes about the numbers. And it's, it is not about the numbers. Numbers matter if you're trying to lose weight and whatever. You can find that information anywhere on the internet. I'm not going to waste time talking about that. Nutrition needs to be looked at with internal health in mind. It needs to be looked at with um, longevity in mind. You need to start eating more quality foods. Because, (laughs) like I said, society has ingrained in us that we need to be looking for the low calorie, the keto, the low fat, the high protein, the zero sugar, all of that stuff. That, That is what's marketed to us. That's what we reach for in the grocery store, and it's a load of crap. Look at the ingredients label on on something like that the next time you pick it up. Look at the ingredients label on your zero sugar maple syrup. Look at the ingredients label on your keto cookies. Can you pronounce half of those words? Do you know any of those ingredients? Have you ever heard of them? Are they chemicals? Are they big long names? Our bodies are not meant to digest things like that. Our bodies can't use those ingredients. So why on earth would we put them in our body? And I'm not saying I've, I haven't done that. I am completely at fault here. 100%. 100%. I used to be the queen of sugar-free syrup, but that is horrible for you. Horrible. I'm not saying you need to use regular syrup because that's, you know, a lot of sugar and we could go down that route, but You need to be putting more whole foods into your body. Things that your body can actually use. Nutrients that your body can absorb. 
that's what's going to give you energy. That's what's going to help you with longevity. That's what's going to give you the internal health that you need to prevent disease and to live a long life. Longevity is something that's really been coming up recently in the health space and um, I am excited to learn more about it, but that that's a huge thing right now and I think it's great because that's what it's about. Yeah, we do we do need to lose weight as a whole in the, in the in the society in this country. You know, we are very obese. Weight loss is very important, but it needs to be done in a different way. We need to stop drinking diet soda and eating fiber one brownies for a meal. That's not a meal. We need to start incorporating more vegetables, more fruits, leafy greens, whole grains, um, proteins, grass-fed beef, free-range chicken and eggs. We gotta get away from the chemicals because our body can't use that. And, and if our body can't use that, where is it going? What is it doing? Is it just sitting in there? Is it harming us? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. And I would be really interested to know. Um, but nutrition is vital to living and to uh, living a long life and to being healthy. But nutrition is not zero calorie maple syrup. Nutrition is not keto cookies. Nutrition is not fake chicken nuggets. Nutrition is whole foods. Nutrition is nutrients. It's in the word. You need nutrients to survive. Your body needs them. They're called essential and non-essential nutrients. Your body needs you to give them to it so that it can function properly, so that your organs can function, so that your blood runs the right way, so that your hormones are produced correctly. There are so many things that your body does on the daily that it needs food for, that it needs nu nutrients for. And we are not giving it to, to our bodies. We are too focused on powdered peanut butter and zero-calorie pasta, like things that are not even made out of real food. We're just, at this point, we're just consuming chemicals. And the sucky thing is, those things are typically cheaper than Whole Foods. And it's horrible. The, today, the inflation and the prices on things, it's horrible. It is, it is cheaper to eat unhealthy. But you can find a way. Please stop eating McDonald's every single day. Do I love a McChicken? Yeah. A McChicken slaps from time to time. I don't know the last time I had a McChicken, but if it was presented to me... I don't know if I would turn it down, honestly. I might take a bite. I've had a really good McChicken at like 2 in the morning a couple times in my life. I'm not, I'm not shaming you for that. I love that stuff from time to time. And that's great. And that's why we talk about balance. And that's why we talk about, you know, being able to, 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 to have those things in our life, to allow those things. But we can't be doing that every single day because, first of all, you're going to feel like shit. You're going to feel like absolute crap. Um, I know I do. And it's really eye-opening, actually, when you get to a place where you've been eating 
so well for so long when you do eat something like that you feel horrible afterwards and it's because it's not quality food but the reason that people don't know that is because they eat so much of it that their body has just become accustomed to that feeling your body's just used to feeling like crap you're just used to feeling that way you don't know any different try eating clean for a week try eating whole foods for a week and then go have a mcchicken and tell me how you feel it probably tastes amazing in the moment yeah for sure but an hour later tell me how you feel because i i could bet you probably feel like crap <laughs> so no i'm not telling you you absolutely have to cut those things out but we we got to be more cautious about what we're putting on our bodies you got to be more aware of the ingredients that that are going into our foods you know it's 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 insane the ingredients that they can put into the foods that we eat um i don't know if you guys have ever seen this this was kind of like a trend on tiktok this summer but people were talking about how um when you know americans were talking about going over to europe you know and spending a, a significant amount of, like a week or more in europe um and feeling better than they ever had you know, eating whatever they wanted, um, but losing weight and feeling amazing. And that's because in those countries, the ingredients in their food are real. The ingredients that are in the foods that we consume in America, some of those ingredients are banned in other countries. They don't use them. They're not allowed to. It's forbidden. It's against the law to use those ingredients because they're not ingredients. They're chemicals. Something's not adding up to me. <laughs> Why would we keep consuming that if they're literally banned in other countries? So people are on TikTok and they're like amazed at the fact that I went to Europe for two weeks and I ate bread and pasta and I lost weight. Well, yeah, because A, their portion sizes are less. B, they don't use harmful chemicals or um, addictive chemicals in their foods to make you want to eat more. See, their transportation is mostly walking, which that's just what I've heard. I've never been to Europe, so don't quote me on that. But when you compare that to the United States, it's, <laughs> it is worlds apart when it comes to nutrition. And it just blows my mind. Because how did we get to that point? How did we get to the point where like, all of these things are allowed to be in our foods so that we become addicted to them so that we can't stop eating them. Why is it that I could sit down and eat an entire box of Cheez-Its in like 20 minutes? Why, why could I do that? Well, have you ever looked at the ingredients in Cheez-Its? I don't know why Cheez-Its just came to my mind. I honestly don't remember the last time I ate Cheez-Its. But I do love Cheez-Its, I will say. But why is it so easy for us to eat an entire bag of chips? Because they're addictive. Why are they addictive? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever asked yourself that? I think we need to start asking more questions like that. Not just to ourselves, but to others. We need to open up that conversation because why are we allowing people to put these ingredients in our food? Why are we consuming that? Beats me. That's a whole nother topic. A whole different rabbit hole we could go down, but... Basically, what I'm trying to say is you need to focus more on longevity. You need to focus more on being able to live a long and healthy life. On living till you're 90 and not 
needing to be in a home, on not needing someone to take care of you, on being able to move around on your own. And that stems from a lot of things, but quality food, whole foods, mindset, exercise. Exercise is is medicine. Movement is medicine. Being active is one of the best things that you can be. Um, but that's where we pair it with mindset. You need to be in the right mindset to be able to appreciate exercise. You don't have to, you get to. You exercise for health, not for weight loss. You eat nutritious foods so that you have energy to exercise. You don't exercise so that you're allowed to eat. You eat so that you're allowed to exercise. And you never use exercise as a punishment. You never use exercise as a way to burn off the meal you just ate. Food is fuel and exercise is medicine. And mindset is the connection. Mindset connects everything. And that's how you live a long and healthy and happy life. So, anyway, basically, to sum it all up, I don't know if any of that made sense. (laughs) I don't know if any of that correlated. I don't know if those transitions were good. I don't know if that connected. But if you want to be healthy, you have to focus on wellness. You have to focus on the seven dimensions. And you have to work in each of those areas to be well, to be sound in your wellness. If you want to live a long and healthy life, you have to start with your mindset. And then you go from there. And then you you find a form of exercise that you enjoy. And then you are able to appreciate quality foods. And then you stop looking at calories. And you, you focus more on how food makes you feel and the energy that it gives you and the abilities that it gives you. So stop worrying so much about the number on the scale and the size on your jeans. Because in in the grand scheme of things, it is not that important. What's more important is the way that you carry yourself and the number of years that you have left. And if you want to increase those number of years... There are a lot more factors that you need to consider than just exercising and the calories that you eat. So next time you find yourself thinking about that, I want you to take a step back and I want you to look at your life as a whole. I want you to look at you as a, as a whole person, as a whole human being. <laughs> Where are you at? Are you happy with your life? Are you happy with who you are, how do you carry yourself, how do you perceive yourself, what's your confidence level, what do you think about yourself. Start there. Because if you come from a place of negativity, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not. You you have to stop coming from a place of negativity and a place of fear and you have to start stemming everything with positivity and with love. And that starts in your mind. Like I said, your mind is the connection. So that's what I got for you guys today. I hope that made sense. Like I said, I needed to talk. So ramble, ramble, ramble. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you more than you will ever know. If you have not already, make sure to follow the podcast 
on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and give me a little rating if you remember to. That would be really helpful to me. Also, share this podcast, please. (laughs) Share it with your friends, with your family, however you want to share it. It would mean the world to me if we could grow this community um, and just be able to help more people. So thank you guys for being here. I love you and I'll talk to you next time.